When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good? Live from Radio Row, live on behalf of our friends over at Factor Meal Kits. It's unbelievable what's going on at Factor. Of course, you got to check it out for yourself. Factor Meal Kits. Head over to factormeals.com slash PHNX cards 50. You'll get 50% off your yes, order using that code PHNX cards 50. Don't use Suns. Don't use Coyotes. Don't, don't use any of those dirty other shows here on <laughs> PHNX. Use us. Apologies for the delay. Yeah. We were a little yeah. busy talking to one top tight end here in the desert, Trey McBride. That's yeah. right. It's a Trey day. Ever heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. And what Trey dropped with us just a few moments ago, which you'll see here shortly, uh, you don't want to miss out on yeah. that. Also, you don't want to miss out on 1,000-yard rusher James Connor. He's expected go. to join the show. I'm so hyped about this. That's right. Right around two o'clock and then just the unbelievable wealth of knowledge who is just being pulled in all different directions here but he's our guy from the all-city nfl show baldy brian baldinger is going to sit down here and talk some ball with yeah, us man. it's great it's gonna be fantastic i'm a little self-conscious today because uh, you know obviously if you remember yesterday's show we had a little snafu behind it us uh, and uh, i forgot to put on a belt today and so i keep <laughs> making sure that my shirt is long enough to cover my backside because i don't want to be exposed yeah. like my man behind us was yesterday it's uh you're in a very vulnerable state here with open back chairs yeah. and without uh something that's going to keep your your pants up oh yeah tight but, but also like the amount of celebrities professional athletes that are here right now i definitely don't want to show my ass right at all i mean you some you often do sometimes just by opening your mouth uh but awesome. it's you know physically showing strays. physically cool. showing your ass hey, right. it's, it's day right. three all right we're playing hurt after a big media night showing last your night. ass right now all right. <laughs> having a couple <laughs> drinks but we're having a great time if you love the coverage hit like on this video subscribe to phnx sports and check out all the great content we already have up on our youtube page uh, i believe the frank caliendo uh, interview is up there but we're going to we're going to show you that during the show today but uh also have trey mcbride and, and all the other great guests coming up but you know uh, i talked to thomas dimitrov who spent some time in the new england patriots organization saw yesterday and that interview is going to come later this week but he he, he was there with monty Awesomefort, and you know i'm, I'm gonna a spoiler alert he's got a lot of confidence that Awesomefort's the guy for this rebuild oh yeah a million percent you know i, I was able to catch the tail end of it uh bo was one-on-one -on -one with him but some of the the characteristics that he was talking about monty uh, the main one is just his work ethic. It is just undeniable. And that by itself tells you, like, he's going to do his homework. He's going to make sure that he squeezes every little, uh, you know, drop of blood out of that stone to, to get this franchise to an elite level. And I listen, the, the first draft that he had set the tone, yep. you know, and there was a little part of me that was a little fearful that, like, man, can he replicate that? You mm -hmm. know, because he, he basically hit on every single one of those picks. 
And the more and more you hear about Monty, the more and more you like, and the more and more you, it just kind of reinforces that that, that was not a one-and-done one fluke, that this is the real deal, and it can be sustained over a course of time. What, what a just stark difference the current GM is from the previous GM. And, and that's not you know, taking any shots. It's not an ultimate indictment on Steve Keim. But, you know, what was has been communicated to me is and it's just, you know, all just nice things said about Monty is he's not going to be a guy that's going to go out. He's not going to be a guy that you're going to that's going not put in the work. He's in his office at all hours. He's a, he's a tape junkie. He's watching and scouting all the players, including, you know, potential free agents, because that's one of the biggest parts here. Like the Arizona Cardinals are in such dire need of talent on this roster. And you should be encouraged from what they did last season. But they need to upgrade, especially the defensive front. And that takes watching tape. We've had some conversations here with some very intelligent football minds from our friends over at CHGO and DMVR as far as, you know, who hit free agency last year. And there was players, there was a couple players at key positions, and one got paid more. And, you know, one GM said, hey, I didn't see that on tape. That's why we didn't offer that guy a contract. And it turned out, you know, some of his statistics were a little, you know, Inflated? Uh, yeah, inflated, yeah. you know, empty calories, if you would. Um, and, you know, that's that's the biggest thing about free agency, too, is, like, it can be fool's gold. Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, this guy looks like a really attractive free agent. Look at his numbers. But when you turn on the tape, and I think that's going to be the difference between Monty Austinfort and some of the guys in this league and why you should have confidence that he's going to use your salary cap money wisely and he's also going to, for a second straight year, use all that draft capital to kind of bolster this roster. I should make sure this has fucked those numbers to be honest <laughs> with you because I'm a big proponent of what you see on tape um, and, and the matter of which you see it is more important than what the statistics tell you, right? Yeah. You could have one catch for 75 yards in the first quarter and, and a touchdown and then have like, you know, eight other catches for 10 yards, but it looks like you had nine catches for 118 yards. Right. And that's that's just not that's just not the same thing. And so I, I think there's there's definitely merit to that. And again, I think a guy like Monty will he will sift through all yeah. the tape to make sure that what you're paying for is worth what you're going to get back. And I, again, I, I just do not doubt that they will do that at every single level with every single player moving forward. And I bet that that's a that's kind of a, a mantra throughout that organization mm -hmm. to the scouts. You know, hey, don't bring somebody to the table that I take a look at. And I'm like, OK, they got measurables. Yeah. But what do you do against Alabama? Oh, he had one catch for three yards. Fucking great. I don't care if he broke a record at, you know, Sam Houston State. So right. that's the kind of stuff that I want to see. The McAfee show is just about yeah, right uh, a little, little, little sandwich from us right here on Radio Row. And there's uh, they just exploded. I don't know what's going on over there, but uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. No, I, I completely agree. It's that that's I think Monty Osfort separates himself from the, the crowd of GMs and, and by what he does as far as examining tape and, and diagnosing, like, who's going to be a guy in free agency that's going to be able to help our, our defensive front. And, you know, Johnny Venerable has it sourced that that's where the Arizona Cardinals are intending to spend money. I think that they're absolutely going to get out and get somebody on the cornerback market. you got to help maybe get a starting caliber corner and then start to fill in holes and draft and develop. 
beyond that and, and really start to rebuild this thing. And this is the fun part, man. Like, yeah. this is the fun part. Yeah, like, you endured the worst of this. Like, you bottomed out in Cleveland with that brutal performance in, in that one week that you had to get between Joshua Dobbs and Kyler Murray, and you had to, you know, wear it with Clayton Toon, and he was the sacrificial lamb and stuff, and I think that was the lowest point of this thing. And then since Kyler came back, everything is just kind of now back on the up and up. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. This is the funnest part. Listen, I... I don't know when the last time I was excited about the offseason was because I, I was worried about what the hell we were going <laughs> to fuck up, like, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, that's just that's just point blank what it is. You know, I think at the beginning of the Kime era, it was a little bit opposite where yeah. we felt like, okay, you know, we, we had a phrase, Kime time for a while, and, you know, he would make moves in free agency and trades. That, that relatively worked out. And then the second half of that didn't. And it just was like, okay, well, now we're just grasping at straws, trying to take these flyers on, on older players or uh, other players that, again, numbers – yeah. told you a different story than their actual production. And I'm not trying to bury Hollywood Brown. I love Hollywood Brown, but mm -hmm. he's an example of that. Like, he got traded here. We thought he was going to perform at a different level than we actually got. And so was the money worth it? You could probably argue a case that, to a large degree, no, it wasn't. You didn't yeah. get what you paid for with Hollywood Brown. So I don't think this regime is going to take those kind of gambles anymore, and they're going to definitely feel confident that they're, they're, that they're well thought out, they're well vetted, and they, you know, the money that they're putting forward is going to be used wisely. PHNX Valley Champs Saul Bo look behind you. Uh oh. Oh no. He's back. He is back. But hopefully, he's, but hopefully he's his backside's not back. But he's, but he's good. He, you know, my, my, my boy's wearing a belt today. <laughs> there so we we're go. okay. We're okay. It's a drinking game. Listen, though. I did Anytime double check. Anytime you see crack, you take a drink. Uh, yeah, right? I, I did double check. So, you know, we're good. We're good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, see Stepin in there. Eli, what's going on? Didi, Boosty, uh, Jakai in the chat. Everybody, we love you joining us here live from, from Radio Row. Uh, we'll get into, you know, the Frank Caliendo interview. That's going to be coming up here shortly. But before that, uh, we're going to talk to Trey McBride. But, of course, we need to tell you about our great friends over at Factor Meal Kits. Uh, of course, Factor, it's a speedy, delicious, ready-to-eat meal that's making eaters eating better every day so much easier like you think it's tough to eat healthy and factors like uh we're gonna take out all the heavy lifting for you like basically all you have to do is grab a factor meal out of your refrigerator throw it in the microwave it's heated up and boom you've got a delicious uh meal 35 different options a week to choose from including keto calorie smart and vegan plus veggie and more don't miss out on that the 55 nutrition packed add-ons as well two minute meals smack snacks smoothies everything you can think about for somebody like myself Saul Bookman, Damon Dog, Mac Perkins, everybody who's just put poison in their body the last three days. <laughs> we need to get back to our Factor Meals and get back oh, on track, man. and I can't wait to do so. You need to do as well. Go to factormeals.com slash cards 50 and that code's going to save you 50% off your first box in two free wellness shots per box while the subscription is active. That code is cards 50 for factormeals.com slash cards 50 Listen, there's a lot of junk food around. Uh, yeah. We've been stuffing our faces with wings just about every single day. But the food at the media party was pretty legit. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of those media members are going to be covering the Super Bowl. Uh, but, you know, if you want to come out to the big game, you should go buy tickets. 
And the way the one place to go get tickets is game time. That's like the best place to get tickets. So whether you come into the big game or you want to stay home and you want to watch the Suns play locally because they're the biggest show in town, big win against the Bucks last night, you got to go to game time. It's the single best place to get all your tickets. It's not even a question. If you're going to come out to the big game, you can get uh, up to $100 off by using code Vegas100. That is for the big game. And then also you can save yourself $20 if you're going to buy any tickets in the Phoenix area, whether that be spring trainings coming up. You want to go to the Waste Management Open this week. It starts today. Uh, you can do that. Uh, the Suns games. I mean, you, you name it. The Yotes are playing. You can save yourself $20 by using promo code PHNX. So check them out. The Game Time app. Download it today. A hey, big thank you to Saul Bookman for uh, giving us a big fat winner yesterday with the Suns over the Bucks. That was we appreciate that. Yeah. It, that helped build our stack out here. The overhit in in Vegas. It absolutely did. Uh, we see you boosty in the chat. First time catching you guys live during your time in Vegas. Have been loving the shows this week. Great work. Guys, thank you so much. It's it's already incredible what's going on behind the scenes between what Mac's doing on social media, what Damon's doing behind the scenes as our producer. Squad. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, we have a very talented squad, and it's going to get even deeper uh, later tonight uh, as Johnny Venerable makes his way from uh, across the desert. I forgot about that. Yeah, JV's going to be back on the show tomorrow, but uh, he's devastated. I think I called him before we did this interview. <laughs> To say, hey, man, I got some bad news for you. Right, we're excited for you to come out, but you're going to miss out on your favorite player on the Arizona Cardinals right now, Trey McBride. We caught up with Trey Day. Here's our interview. Excited to get this guy on here. Had a historic season for the Arizona Go, Cardinals. <laughs> uh, of course, our guy, Saul Bookman. He's been Trey Day Dude, Trey since day, day one. Since day one. <laughs> Trey since McBride. One. Arizona Cardinals tight end. Unbelievable season, man. Congratulations on that. It was uh, it was just an honor for me to cover you throughout that. Uh, I mean, anytime I felt like I talked to you about numbers, you're like, I don't really care about the numbers, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's kind of how I, I am. I don't really, you know, I just kind of go out there and play and whatever happens, happens. And uh, I had no, uh, you know, I had no idea about most of that stuff. I was just out there playing and whatever happened, happened. And, right. uh, it ended up being pretty good. So it all worked out. What was the biggest jump like from from year one to year two? Obviously, the playing time yeah. helps. But like it just seemed like at, at a certain point this season, boom, yeah. it clicked and you just took off. Yeah, I think it was just a lot of it was playing time, you know, getting the opportunity to, to go out there and do what I do. And uh, most of all, it's just experience, you know, to get out there to play, to have that time with Kyler. You know, he's a different quarterback, so he does a lot of different things than, than the other guys did. So just to have that time with him, the uh, connection, that chemistry with one another, I think it just kind of came. And then once it hit, it hit. So, But it was instant. It was instantaneous. Yeah. He gets back and, you know, everybody's joking. Jonathan Gannon saying in the press conference is like, hey, I told Kyler maybe temper those expectations and he laughed in my face. And then Kyler and you come out and ball out. You've got 10 catches, 131. You're making, you know, the big catch, big reception yeah. there to set yourself up for that game-winning uh, field goal. Yeah, that was a crazy game, you know, just uh, Kyler, really, I don't know why, he just kept coming back to me. He kept throwing me the ball and, uh, you know, that play at the end of the game really sticks out to me. He threw that real high corner, uh, came back to it, caught it, and that kind of sealed it up for Matt to, to kick the chip shot in. But I, that was so cool, man, just to have Kyler have that trust in me to give me an opportunity. His first game back was very special. Yeah, did you guys work together in the offseason at any point? Uh, just try and get some of that stuff down? I know he was fully, yeah. you know, because he was still coming back from the ACL. You know, you always, you always try 
to work with those guys, but with him uh, coming back from the knee, he was doing a lot of stuff one-on-one. -on -one. You know, it was more working with Colt, Colt McCoy when he was on the team, uh, you know, Clayton when he was there and stuff. So uh, just working with those guys, trying to get the chemistry with them because uh, we weren't sure when we were going to have Kyler back. And, uh, you know, as soon as he came back, he gave me a chance, and, uh, you know, I took it and ran, so yeah. it was fun. Yeah. You, you said in that press conference, you know, you feel like – Nobody can guard you. <laughs> I, I, we love that 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 confidence. I mean, it was almost surprising to hear you say that in the in the presser, but we loved every second of it. And then it just continued to show up throughout the rest of the season. There were so many highlight plays. You mentioned, you know, the 31 yard catch where you made the adjustment, came back. Yeah. There's the hurdle. <laughs> yeah. Can you take us through what the hell went through your mind when yeah. you decided to leap over the defender? I got the screen, and then uh, <laughs> I was taking it up the middle, and uh, the safety was there. I knew we were, I was pretty sh close to a first down. I didn't know what I had to do. I actually had a little banged up shoulder, so I knew I wasn't going to hit him and, and run him over. And I thought, oh, well, the only th the other option is to go up and over. I, I went up and over, and it was, uh, it worked out for me. Uh, tried it a few more times. It didn't, you know, work out as clean yeah. as the first one. But that was something that just kind of instantaneously, you know, came up, and I just did it, and it worked out. So yeah. I felt like you, you really <laughs> dominated that Pittsburgh game. Yep. And that, to me, I was just like, oh, this dude fucking arrived. <laughs> <laughs> like, take me through that last Last touchdown before halftime. Yeah, uh, you know it's wet. The second it's, one. It's rainy. You know yeah, that the he had to get? yeah, yeah. The second one. Yeah. Uh, you know it's wet. It's drizzly. It's Pittsburgh. You know it's yeah. a legendary place. Like what was going through your mind when you scored that touchdown? Because you were so, hyped on the yeah, field for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I scored the first one actually, and then they, it was it wasn't raining at the time. We scored the first one, and then they were reviewing it's a it. Catch. It took it took. 10 minutes it yeah. felt forever but it it was probably about five minutes it was a touchdown by yeah the way. so they, <laughs> it started at that time it started pouring so i actually took my gloves off and i put on new gloves rain gloves in that little adjustment between the first and the second one and uh and then they, they came back to me the next play kyler called another play he said i'm throwing you the ball if you if it's man to man he threw me the ball and uh you know i got that got it in again and then i was all hyped up you know trying to tell the ref that i had to score twice for him and, <laughs> you know i was all fired up that game but that was just a cool you know huge momentum uh right before half yeah I, I just love the wide array of catches that you're making because yeah. even those two plays back to back it's like you're making the play at the back of the end zone yeah. where you're going up you know on that drive you had high pointed one yeah and then the next one you're you're boxing out i gotta uh, i gotta imagine you take a, an immense pride in how versatile your game is yeah absolutely i try to you know do everything at the highest level i want to be a great run blocking tight end i want to be a guy who can be a mismatch in the in the pass game and and that's what i'm striving to be i think you know the better you are at run blocking the the more open you're going to be in and Kyler, just getting on the same page with him, he's knowing how I'm going to run routes, and he's throwing me the ball when uh, when I'm open, and it's been a lot of fun, and I hope that we can continue to grow together and have a, a great career together. Yeah, I love that development. You know, one of the things that I noticed about you at the Senior Bowl, when that was the first time I got to see you in person. Yeah. Heard a lot about you beforehand. Obviously, you were an All-American, and you were yeah. one of the best tight ends in the country, but, you know, watching you play, I was, I was surprised because there's other tight ends that are bigger, taller, yeah. right? But you were so fundamentally sound in terms of your route running, knowing exactly when to break and use your body to get away from defenders. Um, I, I, in terms of the development from, from the senior bowl to the, the pro level, what kind of adjustments have you had to make in terms of the, you know, because the athletes are obviously much better in the NFL. Yeah, the speed of the game is uh, is a lot faster, obviously. And, and most of all, it's just knowing how to use your leverage, how to get open. You know, maybe they you run a route on the, on, the, on the paper, but it's not how you actually run it in a game. It's not 10 yards and out. It's, maybe it's 8 yards because that's when you're open. Maybe it's 12 yards. You know, and that's just being on the same page of the quarterback and knowing, you know, what we're going to do, what he's going to do, where he's going to throw me the ball. And then I just have to go and get open for him. Is there anything in the works for you guys to get together this offseason? Maybe go down to Texas and, and work out with yeah, Kyler? Yeah, that's kind of.
kind of a plan. I think that would be great. Um, you know, we're trying to get something together where we can all get together, you know, maybe throw some routes, things like that. Uh, but, yeah, that's something that, that I, I really look forward to. Yeah, I really love the, you know, the Jonathan Gannon era now that, that has yeah. been implemented. You guys played so hard all yeah. season on, on both sides of the ball, you right. know. And, and, yeah, the results weren't there in terms of wins and losses. Mm -hmm. But I really did feel like there was a, a vast improvement. And tell me if I'm wrong on this. It felt like from 1 to 53, guys were into every single game, yeah. uh, it, regardless of, of what the score was. They just felt like they were always there. Yeah, no doubt. I feel like, you know, he's building that culture from the ground up and, 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 and making our, our uh, you know, making us what we want to be. We're a tough team. We're a physical team. And we're like you said, we're in every single game. Yeah. Our record wasn't, you know what we wanted it to be but I think we're a few possessions few plays away from being the opposite record you know a 10 and 17 whatever that is and, and things like that but but we're uh we're really close we're not far off and, and with Jonathan Gannon and, and Kyler at the helm I think we have a great career and I'm super excited for the future of this organization three and five when Kyler came back probably should be four and four right uh 500 ball it seems like there was a ton of momentum, and I know JG doesn't yeah. like to talk about momentum, but look, <laughs> it, was, it was real. We, we'll say it, not him. But, I mean, what do you, what's the perception now for you for Kyler Murray? One of the best quarterbacks in the league? Yeah, I think he's a franchise guy. He's a guy who's proven it and a guy who, you know, he's a leader of this organization, and he's a guy that I'm, I got, he's got my back, I got his, and uh, I'm excited to, to continue to play with him, to continue to grow, and I think that he's the guy, and he's going to take us to the, to the promised land. A lot of guys talk about, like, a catchable ball. I've never played wide receiver or tight end <laughs> in the NFL, so I don't know what the hell that feels like. What, what, how's, how's Kyler's ball when it comes towards you? You know, I was catching it all the, uh, this, whole, this whole year, and it was <laughs> phenomenal. He throws a great ball. He he has so many different arm angles. He throws like a baseball player. He rolls out. He throws sidearm. He, I mean, this guy does it all. He's a tremendous athlete and someone that you, at all times you got to be ready for the ball because you don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> how, uh, how much do you pay attention to the draft? You got fourth overall pick, 27th yeah. overall pick. There's a playmaker out of Ohio State. Uh, it'd be a pretty nice compliment to 85 in the Cardinals offense to have a six foot four, six foot four playmaker out there. Yeah, Marvin no doubt. Harrison. Yeah, Marvin's a great player. I, obviously, I've seen the film and, and everyone's talking about him. And, you know, if we get him and, and we uh, are able to draft him, I think that'd be a great pick. And uh, I'm super excited for, for whoever we get. It's going to be awesome. But yeah, he would definitely help out, no doubt. You still follow your Colorado State Rams? Absolutely, man. Uh, those guys. Because there's a sleeper to me for next year because he ended up going back Tory Horton yeah uh, I love his game yeah he really blew up, uh, blew up against Colorado earlier in the year yep. Yep. Uh, what do you think about him Tory's a great player he's a guy who who's humble he's he's comes from the you know right things he, he's a great player and a guy who's going to be a great NFL player he's going to do great things this year at Colorado State and I think he's going to improve his draft stock and uh, yeah. it'd be a, a high draft pick next for year sure, for let's sure. get your opinion on him here before we we get out of here of course Trey McBride the Cardinals tight end out here on behalf of Washington group your great agency uh Talking to Field Yates, who does great work in fantasy football yeah. for ESPN, and I, I said, you were a McBride's maid early yes, on. Yes, sir. Or is it a McBride or die? What do you prefer as far as, like, kind of your your fan base, or <laughs> what do you like? What's your favorite nickname? You know, I, I, I'm kind of good with whatever. You know, there's so many that, that everyone was throwing out there. You know, I I, I, I'm, I like it all, man. Yeah. You can fire them all at me and, and keep hitting <laughs> them with me. It's so fun. But uh, I just want to go out there, keep making plays for you guys, and, uh, you know, continue to, to be a fan uh, favorite here. 
So. All right, my, my co-host is it. devastated. He's missing out on this Johnny Venerable. He's a true McBride'smate. Yeah. So is Saul Bookman. He was, uh, he <laughs> was. The, I was the president of the fan yeah. club. Yeah. yeah. Johnny was like a, an honorary member. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was trade A from day one for Saul Bookman. That's true, and, and I have to give the flowers there. But flowers to you on a great yeah, season. Man. 80 catches, Absolutely. 800 yards. Uh, now, absolute, just a, a fixture now going forward for the Arizona Cardinals. Congratulations on yeah. all the success, man. Thank you guys yeah. very Keep much. Keep Yeah, it, go Cardinals, sure. baby. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Eli saying McGoat, absolutely. You can add that to the uh, the nickname, I guess, rotation, right? McBridesmaids, trade A. I, th uh, I think we'll reserve goat for uh, for maybe another a season or two. You know, McGoat, I mean, makes, yeah. Makes a makes a Pro Bowl, and then then we'll we'll start saying McGoat. That's sometimes you're limited on time, right? But that's one of the things I did want that I missed out on asking him. Uh, now that you bring that up, is like. I wonder how he feels to have his name now in the mix with the Kittles, the Hawkinsons. Uh, Sam Laporta was quick to the party this year for the Lions. But Trey McBride is, is, is right there. He's absolutely entrenched there. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, he's going to be in the Pro Bowl before you know it. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. It's undeniable. The way he exploded in the second half of this season was just something that, it, honestly, it was one of the big joys of the season for sure. So excited to see his growth. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun moving forward. I'm excited to open up every day the BetMGM app. And right now it's going to bet $5 and get $158 instantly. Uh, of course, you all you have to do is download the BetMGM app. It's the official sports buck of PHNX. Uh, you use that and sign up with the code PHNX, and you're going to get this offer, the BetMGM Sportsbook off app on iOS or Android. You can get by visiting BetMGM.com. Sign up with those 5 bucks, and you'll get that 158 once you get that, uh, that promo code PHNX mixed in there after creating your account. $153 on us and BetMGM. Start to build that stack. Why not get in? on maybe some college hoops, maybe some Suns basketball for the big game on Sunday and start to, you know, finalize your, I guess, NFL betting yeah. with a big dub and do it with our friends over at BetMGM. Of course, you got to check the full show notes for all the details that you need. And now check out our guy, Damon. Talk about it in the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Uh, one of the places you can make a, a fantastic bet is at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Uh, we've been there for our draft party. Or not, not, not draft party, sorry. Watch parties. Uh, Suns and Cardinals. spoiler? Yes, it is a spoiler. <laughs> we are doing our draft party at Gila River Casinos, just so you know. Uh, but it's a fantastic resort. Uh, not only just the gambling and the aesthetic there, they have a lot of different restaurants. Uh, the casino itself is, is, is just like Vegas. Any of the great ones in Vegas, you can't go wrong. Uh, they're, they're a notch above uh, the rest. Uh, you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Uh, and visit play at Gila.com for more details on where you could stay at Gila River. You used to only be able to get out to these resorts here in Vegas that have, you know, the full sports book with the entire complement of everything you wanted to bet. And now it's just 
it's five minutes from your house in yeah. Gila River yeah. Resort. It's no, unbelievable. In, like, in Gila River, the the great thing. And listen, this is not this is not bullshit. Like I'm I'm serious. <laughs> like I have a Gila River now, like literally right behind my house at Santan, the new yeah. location in Santan, right off of Riggs and Gilbert. Uh, that place is insane. It, it's not it's not one of their bigger ones, but it is so beautiful. They got a bar with a 360 uh, television yep. screen of all the different thing. games that are going on. You can't miss the action. You go there for UFC. You got a great seat in the house. They're they're showing all the fights, man. It's just fantastic. It's a great experience for real. It's a star-studded day out here uh, at Radio Row in in Vegas, and, and I was just finishing up saying like Vegas has lost a little bit of its luster because you don't you don't have to drive five hours. But uh, when when you got McAfee right over there and JJ Watt, Cam Newton was out here today. Like the stars are out here, and yeah. it, it's fantastic, man. This you got is, Bo Brock out here. Uh, th- that guy. I can't believe they continue to let me in with my credential. They tr- they almost <laughs> they did almost it. didn't. <laughs> they, the, the circus on trying to get here today. Like folks, I'm not kidding you. It took us. It's about what a quarter mile maybe away maybe a half mile away in the parking garage then you have to go through security on the outside come back inside walk another quarter mile to get downstairs go through security again and then come back another quarter mile like by the time we actually got in the building we walked a mile Mm -hmm. like no bullshit and i don't know what they were thinking about this setup but everything is so far apart Ah, I'm not a fan of that. Come on, NFL. You could do better. I uh, see some good nicknames in there for, for Trey. Uh, Hannibal saying McBride's made for the win. Uh, we got Stephen saying McMania. We got uh, PHX Valley Champs saying Trey is okay, not like Kelsey or Kittle. Look, Trey is entering the conversation. Trey is on the rise. And I think, you know, utilizing the, the 55th overall selection in the draft in 2022, he's showing what, what the Cardinals at that time envisioned. And the playmaking is very real. 80 catches, 800 yards at the tight end positions. Like, you, you can't discount. Is that discount seriously that. the barometer? Yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's like, like, oh, he's not Michael Jordan. So he's not he Travis sucks. Kelsey, the <laughs> best tight end maybe ever. I mean, like, that doesn't mean he won't grow to be similar or at least uh, come close to those goals. But damn, man, we're just going to knock the guy because he's not one of the best tight ends ever? Yeah. Hey, that's a that's a tough bar, man. I like this one. Mike A, McBrick shit, McBrick shit house. <laughs> McWhat from Ben. Uh, and then gang them and uh, saying Trey, the next big tight end, TD Trey. I love them all. I love them all. And, um, you know, when we talked a little bit to Trey there about Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, he seems pretty dialed in as far as the Cardinals and what they have in draft capital, which, you know, he, he's not oblivious to what that could yeah. do for his game. Hey, listen. He's not going to come out and say, like, how people should do their jobs because that's not what he's going to do. And, and obviously we understand that. But if you don't think he doesn't want Marvin Harrison Jr. on the outside of him, you are high shit because he does. And that would be a fantastic one-two punch for the Cardinals. Not to mention uh, who's going to be our soon next guest in, in James Conner. That, that trio right there, man, let's, let's have our own version of the triplets. When you establish the run like the Cardinals, like they commit to it like heavily. Like, and, I, and we can talk to, to James about this in Pittsburgh. There was an emphasis on that. Like He was averaging just under two yards per carry in the first half, but they stuck with it and Michael Carter was able to break one and it kind of got him going there and then you know James went off in the second half and and propelled them even more so to to victory but that was a big part of it but you you couple with what they do offensively in the run game and how they push around up front and then the under center you know conflict that Kyler Murray now creates the you know the play action 
you got all that, and then you couple it with Trey McBride and then a potential outside playmaker. I mean, the Cardinals are that this offense looks significantly better than we, you know, we're looking at a year ago today. Yeah, I think the complexities of the simple stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and Chris was kind of talking <laughs> exactly. about that yesterday. Hilarious. You know, just, yeah. That was such a great little 15-second rant. Um, but it's 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 true. Like, any formation you have, it doesn't have to be four wide receivers or having two on the line and then, uh, you know, another two wide receivers five yards back of those two and being all, you know, complex. It could just be something simple to where you have, like, 50 different options to be able to run out of these sets. So I think that's what, what you're going to see from the Cardinals moving forward. And they're going to take a little bit they're going to take more advantage of James Conner, or I'm sorry, not James Conner, Trey McBride, I'm sorry, uh, next year and really getting him the ball, I think, a little bit more. All right. Yeah, I mean, that, that seems to be – that. that's the thing about uh, what I loved about Sims. And we, we know it watching firsthand, and it's frustrating for a fan base to see Sean McVay and even Kyle Shanahan and what they do and, and how simplistic it can be. But this is a team that just really just kind of like – if, if they can get and really do what they do extremely well and be dialed in, and I think Philadelphia did that really well last year on both sides of the football, it's like they weren't reinventing. They weren't like the most innovative offense. Sure, like the tush push took off and it was it's a big play and, it, and it's a weapon and it might go away, but you know, just doing the simple things at a high level and how impactful that is and how helpful that is to be you know effective on offense and, and keeping defenses on their toes. It's kind of like this. Honestly, it's like, you know, we're doing all these interviews and yeah, we can splice these interviews and throw highlights over the top of them and all that fancy shit. But you know what? Why? Yeah. You know, let's just keep it simple. Keep it basic. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes that's that's effective enough. Right. And I think that's what the, the fans want to see. They want to they want to hear from the players that they love, like Trey. And so I think with this offense. You don't have to be so complex because the athleticism from your quarterback alone is going to be able to open up so many different things for you that it's going to be complex by nature. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that's the thing I'm going to keep going back to. So, I think we got a few more minutes before James Conner. I, I, I believe he's probably Actually, still. He's right here. How about that? Huh? All right, James Conner coming over. He's uh, hanging out with our friends over at Circle K. I think he's sitting down with us yeah, right now. There he is. Yeah. He says, uh-oh, i got to sit down with these knuckleheads. What's up, man? Hey, James. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? We good to roll? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sitting down yeah. with a, a nice, we talk about simple, right? The the offensive concepts. One second. He's, <laughs> but he's got, a, he's got a nice. Oh, Trey, Trey and James <laughs> right behind us. Look at that, huh? I wish we could just take this away because yeah. they're just, you know, they're giving each other some love right now. There it was. He is. He is. We were talking about simple and classic, and we got the, the nice Letterman jacket that, I mean, that James I mean, is rocking this, here. This is a fly oh, yeah. little getup right here, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> and you're hanging out with our friends over at Circle K, am I right? I am. Yeah, Circle K, man, here with Circle K. Promoting a new Mountain Dew Purple Thunder. Yeah. You know, I don't drink pop too much, but when I do, you already know. That's the stuff right there, right? You and, know. and you're like the facility out there in Tempe. You got a Circle K, you know. They stay all over the place, man. You, yeah. can't, you can go find it easy at the local Circle K, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, in, he's part of our inner circle right here. There you go. One of the best uh, running backs in the game. A thousand yards this season, man. Congrats. Yeah. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate I know that was, that. A, that was a big deal. It was. It was. It was just, you know, been in the league for some time now, so it my first one. Uh, just perseverance, you know, just not giving up, keep fighting. 
you know, and everything just take care of itself. You just keep coming to work. I, I love the, the professionalism. I love how humble you are as a player. It stands out, and, and your leadership was on full display this season and how, how much your teammates wanted to fight for you and for you to have that moment, that, that thousand yards. It almost felt like it meant more to them than it did for yourself. But now having a, about a month since the season ended, have you been able to kind of let that resonate a little bit? And oh, yeah. what it what it truly means? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you just appreciate and uh, pat yourself on the back for the work you put in. You know, um, and uh, yeah, it was like my teammates know I go to fight for them, so that's why it meant so much because yeah. they know I laid on the line for them. They don't ever have to question that, and so uh, that's why it was something we celebrated all together. Yeah, you guys celebrate the wins, no yeah. matter how they come and no matter what's going on. You got whether they're small or big, you got to celebrate the small wins, right? Small victories for you sure. know, and I think this 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 season, obviously, not the amount of wins that I'm sure you guys would would have hoped for, but man, I, I gotta say, man, this the, that record at four and thirteen was just not. Not something that I, I was the, your your typical kind of record. Yeah, it didn't uh, reflect for, that, right? It didn't reflect that at all. Is that yeah. how you guys felt there? It felt like you guys were in every single game battling uh, just a different kind of vibe and, and really setting the tone for moving forward. Yeah, that's what it was pretty much, just setting the tone moving forward. But, uh, you know, the details matter and everything, and it's hard to win, you know. And uh, even though we, we fought hard, we got to correct a lot of things. But early on, you know, when you're starting out with something new, there's going to be struggle in the beginning. And uh, only select few people understand that. For mm -hmm. People who really go for something, you know, year after year and continuously come up short uh, but continue to, to fight still regardless, um, you know, you break through that struggle eventually, sooner or later. And so, uh, you know, we had a struggle year but uh, the beautiful thing, we come back next year and, and correct things. You know, 50 yards from here, J.J. Watt, your old teammate, was there. And yeah. it's like a year ago, you know, J.J. Watt had just retired and, you know, DJ, D, D Andre Hopkins was still on the roster, and there was a turnover as far as some of the leaders in that, that locker room. And I, it seemed like you just took on that, that leadership role. Was, was that something that you really wanted to emphasize, or were you just like, I'm just going to do what I do, and then if, if people want to follow, they can follow? Uh, no, I, I feel like it was intentional. It was intentional for sure, uh, stepping up and, and realizing the piece that we miss is, you know, when, when Hop departed and uh, when Watt retired, you know, you, you look around and you're like, okay, who's some of the older guys on the team and the guys who maybe been through some things? And so uh, it's just something that I always wanted to do is, uh, you know, be a leader and, you know, just step up, step up to the plate regardless. And so... Uh, you know, I feel like I had to take on that road this year. When it comes to that leadership, you know, we saw the viral clip of when JG got hired and him seeing Kyler Murray at the facility and them giving each other, you know, a hug and whatever and just being hyped about it. What was your first interaction with JG and what did he say to you? Uh, man, just asked me if, you, if I was ready to go. You know, that's his main <laughs> thing. He just wants you to be ready. He wants you to know your assignment, know your details and be ready. And, uh, you know, I told him I'm ready and uh, still getting ready. So, uh, and that doesn't change. Yeah. That at, doesn't change. At the end of the year, he said you're the blueprint of what you want from everything you want from a player. What's it mean after playing for him and going to war for him for 17 games or over a 17 game schedule? What, what did it mean to hear from that? That's the impression you made on, on Gannon. Uh, man, it was, it was appreciated, you mm -hmm. know, first and foremost. And, uh, and it's just let you know you're doing the right things, man, because, uh, you know, even with my injuries and things that I've had in the past, you know, it's, it's a game of football. Those things are inevitable, you know, and uh, I try to approach it and, and, and be available and be ready, you know, week in and week out. And sometimes that's not the, the case, but uh, for him to see that and, uh, and know that I'm still doing my routine day in and day out, you know, Monday to Sunday. Um, to try to be ready for this team and, and put my best product out there on the field. Uh, it's nice to know that's appreciated. You know, over the course of your career, it's been well documented, you know, the challenges that you've had, um, you know, off the field. But, you know, where where did the, the that dog come from? Like, <laughs> yeah. like honestly, like, seriously, 
I, I watch a game, and whether I'm into the game or not, if you know things are happening, all it takes is one of your runs to just kind of lay the thunder down on somebody. Yeah. You're just like, you want to get off the couch, like, yeah, get that dude. You know what I mean? Uh, with more no, colorful sure. language in my house, but you know how it goes. You know what I mean? Like, where did that originate from? Man, it's just, uh, it's football. You know, I don't yeah. think I feel like I'm just. I don't want to say I'm old school, nothing like that, because, you know, it's been dogs way before me and all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, man, it's a violent game. And so it's like you got to be strong and fast and violent playing the game. And so, uh, man, I grew up like that. You know, I'm the youngest of five. I got four older brothers. You know, you come from school, put your bag down, and we wrestling and fighting until we go to sleep, you know. And so um, that's how I just approached the game when I first started playing. And, uh Every year, that's what gets me here. So I'm going to keep playing the same way. You got that Jim Brown in you. I don't know if you, yeah. you noticed, but, you know, they used to say about Jim Brown when he would get tackled, he would just slowly kind of get up. And, and, and defenders would think, oh, yeah, we got him. Mm -hmm. And then he got up and went back to the huddle. And then he did it again. Yeah. Just, you know, in like there was a couple times this season where I just felt like, you know, you, you, laid, you laid somebody out. And I was just like, oh, man, did, did he get hurt? Is he all right? And then you just kind of slowly got up. And you just yeah. and then laid the wood on him again, man. Yeah, just, 60 minutes. You just let them know it's 60 minutes. You know, it's a 60-minute <laughs> yeah. ball game. So some people like to talk more than others, you know. But, uh we come to play every week. Yeah. Is it crazy that, uh, you know, you're headed into the third and final year of your contract? And, and what do you want, you know, from this next season and maybe beyond? Do you, do you want to finish maybe your career here in the desert? Yeah, man. man the way I can't explain how I felt about Arizona, man. You know, just like so many questions, you know. Obviously, I kept my faith strong. But, uh, you know, it was that time after when I left. You know, Pittsburgh to, to be like a free agent on one year, you know, it's like, what kind of player am I going to be in this league, you know, mm -hmm. and then to to prove it again. And uh, now going to year, th year three, I'm going to show up to training camp in shape, strong, fast and physical and uh, let everything else take care of itself. Is, is that anything that you convey maybe to your representation and say, hey, like, let, let's get me locked in beyond this year? Uh, the film tells it all. Yeah. So they can go back and watch all the games and see what I bring to the table, what kind of player I am, and, uh, you know, make a decision for themselves if they want to go forward with that or maybe play the last year out or, you know, just we'll see. But I know what I can do. What, 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 what's the path moving forward, like, in terms of the team? Like, how are you feeling about, you know, the, the next steps? What would you like to see the team maybe maybe do to, to set you guys up for better success moving forward? Um, well, I can tell just from our last draft class, you know, with Paris and all the other guys that they drafted, um, they're going to they gonna, they gonna, they gonna do it right. You know, I really trust and believe in Monty to, to you know, the guys, he's going to call their names. They're going to be ready to impact us early and uh, be good character guys and be people we can trust, yeah. you know, so I trust them. One, one question about that, all right? And I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but, you know, you see Jonathan Gannon, you see Monty um, and the other coaches just grinding day after day, putting in that work, mm -hmm. just like you guys are. You know, that that has an impact, right? Because there's not, not every not every set of... You know, not every regime is the same. I would just say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, everybody handle their business differently. At the end of the day, the business got to get handled. And uh, some people put in more hours. Some people, you know, do more research. Some people do, you know, just approach business differently. Some people fake hustle. I'm just saying. You know? Um, Watt so. was over there, as I mentioned, and, and you guys, you had some legendary workouts, right? I mean, yeah, the arm sir. barm Friday. Like, yeah. who are the new crop? Like, who, 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 who's in the gym that you're impressed by now? Like, is it a Yelda Ooh, guy? My, or who? Yelda. Yelda's a beast, Look no huh? further. <laughs> I want them to sign Yelda to a 10-year contract. <laughs> I don't want him to go nowhere. Man, Yelda, Froho, dog. I remember just, you know, coming in there and seeing him, and he was front squatting. He had, like, six plates on each side, just front squatting Damn. for reps. And I'm just like, like, who is this guy? 
you know, like I never even heard of him before. And then uh, just his athleticism. But the main thing is his work ethic, man. Mm. Like the way he approaches walkthroughs, practice, and in the weight room. Like when he's in the weight room, it's all business. And so, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the guy. He's he's he got the crown in the weight room for sure. I, I love those guys. Like and even Trey is involved in that. Like as far as the will, the want to to be great run blockers. But you know, talking to to Yelda, talking to Paris, talking to Will Hernandez, like that's a fun group, man. Yeah. You, 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 they go hard. Yeah. They go hard. They love the game. They're good people. They love their teammates, you know, and um, they professionals. You know, they understand what it takes. They that's, understand what it takes. That's in the DNA in that in that building. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's why we said we got we get through the struggles, but we coming for sure. And it and it helps. It helps. You know, when you when you're going through the tough times and the grind of the season, and you're not getting the results, you know, in the final score that you want to. It helps to know that everybody's rowing the boat in the same direction, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Knowing that we're on the same page and. And we got to, you know, we the people out who who not going to want to be here and who not on the same mission that we are because we definitely on a mission. Absolutely. You know, we were sitting here a year ago today and you were generous enough to, to yeah. talk to me and Saul and, and Johnny Venerable. And, you know, you, you almost had to come to a defense of Kyler Murray back there. Like yeah. he was on the mend. Yeah. You know, people were saying what we felt was unfair things about him in, in the media. And you, of course, came to the defense. Zach Hurts came to his defense. Rondell came to his defense. And then I feel like Kyler Murray let his game talk this year. Hollywood Brown before he came back said Kyler Murray's not coming back to be average what'd you see from K1 as QB1 in his return yeah you just seen uh somebody who who's hungry you know it was like a different it's a different aura, a different energy yeah. you know somebody who uh you know like that Philly game you know Chicago you know we had a couple game stretches there you know when it was really he was just getting his feet wet coming back and uh it was big moments you know fourth quarter drives and whatnot and uh the way he was approaching it, you can see on his face the body language. No moment too big for him. He, uh, you know, it was a lot. He been through a lot. Really went through a lot this off season. And so, uh, man, we we talk on Facetime every day, talking about you know the plans that we got. So, uh, man, we excited. Was that? I feel like that Philly game might be a, a, a bit of a turning point uh, for, for him to kind of reinforce, like, dude, you are that dude. You know what I mean? Like, because, mm -hmm. hey, listen, you can say it all you want, but until you go out there on the field and prove it to yourself, because sometimes you might have doubts. Maybe, you know, the, the knee, can you trust the knee? Yeah. You know, and can I still be the same player I was before? You know what I mean? But that Philly game, I felt like kind of not only changed it for him, but also changed it for the entire team. Like, okay, we, we're on track. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was huge. That was a huge moment, you know, and you need those moments, you know, to reach to – you know, just to keep you going and realizing that the work you put in is paying off. And like you said, you're still that dude. Uh, it's going to be highs and lows, but you got to stay even killed. But uh, for our team, you know, that was a time when we weren't playing for the playoffs or nothing like that. We could easily just laid it down. Well, we just showed some resiliency. You know, JG was going back and long road trip and we went there and pulled it out and fought 60 minutes so uh it's definitely a turning point so. remember that catch james had in the end zone do i one yeah. arm oh, no. for sure where'd that come from man we practiced that <laughs> yeah. you know every time we leave a, a set we always throwing the ball back and forth you yeah. know but um you know i've been playing it's, it's pitch and catch yeah you know it's pitch and catch truthfully you know kyle gave me a great ball not too hard wasn't too hot nothing like that just put it right in front of me it was not to be cocky, because y'all know I'm humble, but it was an easy catch. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, my favorite part about that is, is like, as soon as you made the catch, you just kind of looked up into the crowd, and he was like, yeah. yeah. And that's it. You know what I mean? That was it. That's, yeah, that's what any, else need to be said. Any other plays stand out to you? You know, it was, it was a strange play. Uh, the the one you, you hurt your knee on, because it was unbelievable how you cut it back. Yeah. You got a block from Hollywood, and then you cut it down for 31, 31 yards. And then, like Saul said, you know, sometimes you're slow, but you popped up. Mm -hmm. What? 
like, did you know at the time you had injured, injured yourself? Uh, I felt something. You know, I reversed field and I was running and the first defender went low. He yeah. just went real, real low and my foot was just too much in the ground. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully, it wasn't a tear. Yeah. I didn't tear it all the way. Um, I was able to get my knee out the ground just in time. But uh, he just went low and I was still able to pop out of it and I kind of felt something and then I ran for like five more yards and someone else was coming low and yeah. that's when I had to jump into the air because I didn't want to take another hit because I was already feeling something. Um, Man, it's just one of them plays, man. You know, it's football. Anything can happen. But, uh, yeah, heck of a run, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He absolutely. did, like, six things that I, <laughs> I can't do one of them. It's unbelievable. You had an incredible year, man. Congratulations Thank on you. that. We're so excited think, to see what the future is about. I think one of the cool things about what you do, a Trey, Kyler, uh, what you guys are implementing is, is like, you guys are, are kind of establishing a new kind of feel in the fan base, to be honest with you, man. And like, yeah. you know, people will invest in people. And I think right. when people invest in a guy like you and, and your work ethic and what you stand about, man, that's that's a true blessing to have you on this team for no, sure. Bro, I appreciate that. Kind yeah. words. Thank you. Absolutely. I, uh, I'm in day three of Vegas. I'm going to be need to guzzle some of this <laughs> man. Got you man. a 12 pack, bro. This yeah. You can have this. this is, <laughs> I'm going to be brushing my teeth with this purple thunder <laughs> to get me some, some energy. No doubt. James Connor, 1,000-yard yeah. rusher, your Arizona Cardinals yeah. RB1 and leader in the locker room, man. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. Thank you, brother. It's always, appreciate a, you guys. It's always no a pleasure. No doubt. Fantastic we share, stuff. We share the same barber. That's right. You know what I mean? That's, that's right. That's, that's, our, that's our connection right there. <laughs> <laughs> there goes JC. Unbelievable stuff from man, James. I, I love that, dude. Yeah. I, I, that dude. I mean, the, the Arizona Cardinals somehow, like, they, they just luck themselves oh, at times. Oh, man. Sorry. It's the only when one, we're huh? We're done. I'm going to bring it back. They're, they're taking away. I need it. We got, a whole, we got a whole case at the office there. We got you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, the whole crew uh, setting that up. Circle K, Mountain Dew. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, James yeah. Conner. Of course, out there, you know, where you can find that Mountain Dew is at Circle K. And you got to become a member of the Inner Circle. Do it right now. Get uh, that free mobile app. It's a membership program. It's America's Thirst Shop. Download it right now, circlek.com. You get all the details, but you can download the app, and you can start saving 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups, three cents per gallon every day. We're going to hit the road trip it back to Phoenix. You know we're stopping at Circle K. You're going to save our three cents because we're already that deep into our membership. Get yours started. Get that six free selection of Circle K products, pizza, coffee, Polar Pops, fountain drinks, the Mountain Dew. Uh, don't miss out on that. Join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply. Participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. In addition to that, when you go to Circle K, you can get yourself uh, some Arizona lottery tickets uh, because, uh, listen, uh, they're, they're promoting this Arizona adventure uh, and all you got to do is uh, they're introducing a unique new ticket and promotion called Arizona Adventure. There are three ways to play uh, in this promotion. Here's one way. You play at Arizona Adventure lottery tickets featuring three iconic, iconic landscapes, Cacho Peak, Monument Valley, and Camelback Mountain. These tickets have prizes up to $50,000. You can also check in at geolocated adventures at 10 destinations across the state, from Flagstaff to Yuma, uh, or you can visit www.azadventure.com for details and directions uh, and check in with those coordinates. Uh, and just remember, the Arizona Lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It is also about giving back to the state and its communities. Take an adventure with the Arizona Lottery. Visit Arizona AZ Adventure. AZ 
AmericanAdventure.com for more information on how you can take an adventure with the Arizona Lottery and for a chance to win $1 million in cash and Arizona travel prizes. $1 million. Perfect. Uh, the chat going crazy about RB1. Dude, I was hyped. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ian's saying James about to start jumping over fools with that low, <laughs> that going low on him. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Didi just saying, JC, JC. Uh, Boosty saying, how can you not like that guy? Absolutely. I, seriously, man. Couldn't, I, a, couldn't agree more. It, again, like, there's just a, a quiet confidence about James Conner. And Trey. And Trey, yeah. yeah. yeah like, it, it feels like, listen, I think that the fan base is going to start to identify, if they, they already have, with the, the players that they know are all about that grind. Uh, they got that dog in them. And they want to go to battle every single week with their teammates. And I think what's starting to happen is, is like, the DNA of even the fan base is starting to change because – they they wanna they wanna root for these guys. Mm. And so four and thirteen, yeah, okay, it's not the greatest record in the world for sure. But this four and thirteen, I'm telling you, is a different four and thirteen than you've ever seen before. And they're on to something really, really promising moving forward. I cannot wait, as you mentioned before, for the future yeah. and, and really this offseason to see what they're gonna be able to do to put together to take this team to another level and really playoffs should not be out of the realm of possibility. We've seen teams flip it around quickly before. I think this team could do that uh, based on, you know, hopefully what we expect to happen in the offseason and shoring up some of those uh, the shortcomings. You know, I like the diversity of this this organization, right? I mean, as far as just the cast of characters, uh, we talked about the offensive line. Like, they're, co- they're a fun, colorful group, right? Yeah. Like, you know, they, they like to have fun, but they also are nasty. They got a nasty streak to them. Uh, and then you got James Conner, who's like a leading by example. Like, and you see the infrastructure being put in place by the, the decision makers now, and Monty Ossifort and especially Jonathan Gannon. And that's all in well, well and great, but you need self-starters, too, to get it going. And, yeah. like, they can't just, you know, lead everybody where they need to go. And it seems like we, between James, Kyler, Trey, uh, Buda Baker, they're getting those guys that are going to continue kind of lead the charge along with their new head coach. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, again, the DNA. And I think, you know, when you talk to Monty, uh, you know, and I'm sure maybe you've asked him this. I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't listen to every single episode, uh, <laughs> you know, you. interview you do. But, um, you know, I think when, when, when you're at the Combine and you're interviewing prospects, you know, the question that I always wonder is, like, do they ask this guy, does he love ball? Yeah. And what kind of response are you getting from these guys? And I think I, I would be shocked if Monty doesn't not only an, ask that question, if he understands what kind of response he's really looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think there's something to that DNA. The Patriots have had that mm-hmm. for, for, for decades, right? And I think when you're looking at Monty, I, I would be shocked if he didn't have something that he's – king in on in terms of their response because you have to love this game Mm -hmm. and I think the ones that we really really rally around love this game to an nth degree we've had Dorch in studio when Dorch talks about you know playing for this team playing this sport of football there's a certain like you know excitement that comes through his voice like there's just something in his brain that's telling him like bro this is what I'm all about right this is who I am Mm -hmm. like and you have to have those kind of dudes and so when you have a James Conner come through the set and talking about this you can feel that right Right. It, it's uh, you can definitely tell like in, in love ball is, is that's something that JG says all the time. And then you think of the kind of the people who were cast off from this organization 
it showed over several seasons that they didn't they didn't love ball and that they're yeah. weeding those players out and they're bringing in players that do. Um, somebody who loves ball, comedian Frank Caliendo. We talk about you know the trajectory potentially for the Arizona Cardinals. Frank gives gives us a glimpse as far as maybe what a Cardinals Super Bowl championship might sound like from a very popular sports broadcaster that's on the call this year. Plus, Jonathan Gannon's going to get the Morgan Freeman treatment. Don't miss it. Here's our interview that Saul and I did with the hilarious Frank Caliendo. Hanging out here at Radio Row Las Vegas, and we found our guy Frank Caliendo, friend of PHNX Sports. He's a big PHNX Wildcats he is, guy. He is. He Mike the, Luke. He backs the A. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, I'm, my son goes to ASU. My daughter's about to go to ASU. But I, I'm entertained by Mike Luke. That's just it. <laughs> who is it? Uh, who is Mike Luke? No, who isn't entertained oh, by I, Mike I, Luke? I, I missed the isn't. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I'm still trying to figure out what he's doing most of the time, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> we got to get you a flat brim hat, and you guys can just How, do the show that, back to That's it. not a flat brim. That That is the equator. That, that, <laughs> that I've never seen it. I told him about that. Does that hat fit you? There's no way that hat fits you. It can't be the lens. Whatever you're doing, do something different. Because that's the most insane. Let's get you a, like a, 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 a beanie or stocking cap kind of thing. Because I don't know what the, It's like it's the only thing I can concentrate on as he's giving me 4,000 stats that nobody's ever heard. or been. They're not even finished being researched yet, and Luke has them ready to go. Well, you know, you're, you're making the rounds here at, at uh, Super Bowl Radio Row. What, do you, uh, what is your vibe so far? Like, what do you, what do you, what's the big thing going on? Uh... You know, I don't really know. I, I, it's, I got here early this morning because I had talked to some people. I, you know, it's funny. You get into a, an elevator, you get an escalator, you see somebody, the, the program, program director of a show, and they're like, hey. And I wanted to go on for Dallas this morning, so I got here at like 5, I got here at 6 a.m., and then the, the day passes weren't printing out and stuff like that. So I'm mentally just trying to get, nobody was even here. There were maybe four different people here, because when it's on the West Coast, mm. which I'm considering this at least West Coast time, nobody, most, I'm the only idiot coming in that early. Mm. So there were maybe five people at tables that early, because they know most guests aren't coming through. And it's just filler, so people are usually doing stuff at home or remote broadcasting uh, or just doing some interviews here and there. So, uh, what's the vibe? I don't know. I think it's, it's this is, this is the, these are the filler days, Monday, Tuesday, and even Wednesday sometimes, where other people come in and then just kind of the stars aren't here yet. And that's why I'm useful. <laughs> As, like, I can fill some time for people. And then when the big, big, the, you know, the huge names come through, the, the, the Hall of Famers or the broadcasters, they parade everybody through. Then it starts to amp up. So I think it's a I think it's a laid back vibe until about Thursday or Friday, and that's when it picks up. And it's it seems like a totally different thing. You're out at the uh, Desert Ridge Improv later this week, February 10th. Sold out, Jim. You don't no, have to. Let's not plug it. Yeah. you can plug it. I just wanted to. I just you know, want people to, to know what they can't front. get to. You're an AZ in, on February 10th at Desert Ridge. Uh, but when you come to Vegas, do you think back to when you were a young comedian and just coming to this town for the first time? Well, you know, I came. I think maybe the first time I came to this t city was with uh, Bad TV. We came as a as a uh, like a cast trip, and I don't think I'd ever come to Vegas before that. So I was probably 25 years oldish. Um, I'm not a big drinker or anything. Uh, so it was. We, we went and saw. Uh, I can't even think of his name. Uh, we went and saw Tom Jones. 
We saw some of the classic Vegas stuff. <laughs> Threw some underwear at them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, this city's about my kids because I was here for like two years doing like a residency. My kids grew up for a couple of years here a lot, which is awful when they learn to read. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> why do they say girls three times? Live, girls, girls, yeah. What is live nude? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I just take it, you know, I'm, I'm heading out actually in a little bit. I'm just here for this quick little jaunt to do some stuff. Some people want me to come out and do a, a quick uh, thing here or there. I said, sure. And then I see friends and talk to them and that's about it. Obviously you've done impressions of people in the Cardinals organization. Have you been able to follow the team at all? What, what have you, what has been your impression of Jonathan, Jonathan Gannon and crew? Oh, well, that deer in headlights that he started out as. Um, <laughs> but I think he, it seems like he, it seems like he's getting things in order. They they really started to shape up. I think they're coming along. I think it's hard whenever you, it's a new regime. Everything's totally different. Uh, Kyler looks like he's on track. If Kyler gets on track, you know Houston playing so well yeah. this year was uh, rough because that was a draft pick. I think that the Cardinals were really hoping to get uh, a higher pick, right? Mm-hmm. So. We'll see how it all plays out. I mean, it's it's such a mix and match. Uh, I don't try to play remote GM at all, so I just you're dialed in though. I know a little. I know enough, yeah. just enough, to look like I know enough. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm looking for uh, there's nowhere to go but up, really. Yeah. Really. So, I, but they look like they have their stuff buttoned up and a little bit more together. It's all when you talk to some of these teams, GMs, whether it's uh, or even people who are. Uh, report on the teams it's like if you can figure out how to get your team to run like a machine mm-hmm. you're you're in business and there, it's just there's just so many moving parts so many different things and you take a look at the chief you'd look at the chiefs mm-hmm. the chiefs are a team that they have it all together and then they get a quarterback that works and it, uh, that seems to be a key. They got a coach that works. You get the, the coach, the quarterback. You start building around it. And they don't even have the pieces they've had in the past. Yeah. They're beatable. Yeah. I mean, at times, I, I, you know, people keep asking me who am I rooting for, and I'm like, I think I'm kind of rooting for the 49ers here. And I know that's uh, you know a sin in Arizona, but I like the oh, although Brock Purdy out of you know uh, Gilbert, yeah, uh, from Perry and uh, Gilbert Perry, mm-hmm. then dialed in that much. Um, that. I like that story. I think of him as like, I know he's what, 26, 28 years old, but he plays like a quarterback who's in the second half of his career. Like he's, he doesn't have the arm he used to, although he, this is just where he's at. He doesn't have yeah. a bad arm. He just doesn't have Patrick Mahomes' arm. He can't run like Lamar Jackson, but he can run. Yeah. He can do some stuff. And he, for some reason, seems to other make some boneheaded young guy kind of plays. But at the same time, he also like, makes throws that people are like, how did he, I've seen Dan Orlovsky talk about it. Yeah. How do you make that play? Right. How did, it, that ball should not be able to go into that window. Right. How did he do that? And I think, I kind of want to see Shanahan win. And I feel like that the, I feel like the Chiefs are just going to keep getting here. Yeah. Do you do Mahomes impression? Yeah, man. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, you just kind of throw it together, and uh, you just sound like you're really excited about everything. And uh, I, I am great to be here and talking to you guys. And I thought it was uh, uh, really, really great. And uh, well, I got my hands in my pockets. And uh, then uh, uh, there you go. I got to think when the calendar switched over to 24, you were pretty excited. I mean, you've got a 
you got another CBS Super Bowl, so you got Romo, and then you got an election oh, year. Oh, that's going to be really, really good, John. That's uh, here we go. That's uh, he's always. Romo is always like the car being revved up. And he went from knowing everything that was going to happen to knowing, like, almost like he doesn't know about football. Like, he got hit in the head in an 80s sitcom, and his memory of football got lost, but he's still the, the analyst, the lead yeah. analyst for What's he going to do here, Jim? This is, uh, this is uh, I don't know what he's going to do here, Jim. Let's go to our resident kicker, Jay Feely. <laughs> You know, you, uh, you know, obviously, Jonathan Gannon's from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, a couple, well, several years ago, it's been a while, you did an impression of Morgan Freeman and the letter from Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to see if possibly you would do the same thing about him coming to the desert and trying to revive <laughs> this franchise, being from Cleveland, Ohio. Well, it's been, it's a long way from Cleveland. The, the seasons are quite different. Jonathan Gannon loaded up that truck and headed toward Beverly Hills, but ended up in Phoenix, Arizona. Fantastic. Can I ask you for one more favor? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray, as you said, playing played pretty well at the end of the season. Can we get maybe a, a Tony Romo, Jim Nance winning Super Bowl call with Kyler Murray? Oh, Jim, he's scrambling around. He's running in circles and nobody can see him because he's only two feet tall. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Oh, Jim, I'm going to go put on my sketchers. <laughs> Uh, Frank Caliendo, folks, uh, so much uh, appreciate you, John. Sure, thank you. <laughs> I was so I was so discombobulated by the, the that ending that I didn't know yeah. how to end the fucking Tony? Yeah, unbelievable Ooh, stuff like, from oh Frank. Yeah, it, we wear a lot a badge of honor that he's a Valley native now and he, he roots for the local the local teams yeah. and uh, big U of A guy. Loves what's he pays attention to the Cardinals. Had a he has a legendary Bruce Arians impression that started when he was the head coach mm -hmm. of the Cardinals. So he's in town February 10th. If uh, he said it's sold out, but hopefully you got tickets to see him at the Desert Ridge Improv. He's oh, a, that's what game time's for. He's a, mm -hmm. Yeah, that is what game time's for. Blood <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, not only that, but like he's a genuinely like cool dude. Like yeah. Kelly Andos is one of one you of guys talk ball for like yeah. half hour. L literally, we were over here by the entrance and uh, I just, you know, I, I wanted to talk to him and introduce myself because I know he's been on Mike's show. He's a big Mike Luke guy and the next thing I know, I'm talking about, you know, the entire roster for Arizona basketball for like 20 minutes. And it was fantastic. It was yeah. Stuff. When you guys were having that conversation, I, I couldn't even keep up with all the all that Caliendo knew. He's a, so he's a big KJ Lewis fan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, make sure you like this video. Everybody uh, just crushing in the chat. Uh, Jules saying PHNX, I love y'all. Red Sea, baby. Red Sea. Uh, somebody saying it was Hank saying Mad TV was fire. Yeah, I remember Frank. That's I mean that's really where he, he hit the scene with his Mad impression. Um, but man, it's been a banner day. Yeah. Another one, back to back days. You know, yesterday you had Chris Sims. If you missed that interview, it's on our YouTube page. Yep. Uh, also, Trevor Sikama giving you the most comprehensive insight you're going to get on the NFL draft and what the Cardinals can do. In addition to that, we've we've made it as easy as possible for you. We have segmented these interviews into little clips, so that way, if you don't want to digest the entire hour and a half from yesterday, yep. for instance, you can just take the little bite-sized portion with Chris Sims um, and some of the topics. We're going to have some more rolling out. Periodically today, uh, but Bo, man, nice job today. Thanks, man. bro. You've done like, a good, do you good job getting these guests and uh, rounding up uh, James Conner and Trey McBride. It's been fantastic. I feel the love, but do you feel a little hate close by? 
Oh, it's coming. Do you feel that? The storm is coming. You feel Florio just like oh, 25 we, feet from us? Can we, can we get the camera on him? <laughs> can we get the camera on him? Hey, Marissa. Marissa, can you, can you turn the camera? Could somebody tell her to turn the camera to Florio so we can get him on camera? Yeah, he's That'd looking be fantastic. over here now. But move over. Move away. He's, he's looking over. Move he's not enthused. He doesn't yeah, yeah, like it. Yeah, move it to Florio. <laughs> Marissa's like, what's going on? Maybe it's time that. Well, Maybe. Nobody listens to our show, so it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's, Don't it's worry about good. it, Marissa. It's all good. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> if you miss James Conner, if you miss Trey McBride, uh, if you miss you were talking about John Frank Caliendo, uh, you can find, as Saul said, all those interviews are going to be posted shortly here on our YouTube account. And Frank Caliendo is already up if you missed the hilariousness. Tomorrow. Michael Wilson's going to join us, and so will one Johnny Venerable. He's going to make his way through the desert. Yaya's making it happen. Yaya's trying to get it going. Does he have to sign a release, that, or is, is he good that we're just going to? Uh, you know, he's in the space. It's all that matters. <laughs> is it happening? Oh, yeah, it's there. Oh, it's there. There he is. Oh, yeah. That's exactly, is RG just stands that's exactly in the way? how we like it there. Uh, there you go. There it is. Your, this is your distasteful moment of zen. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk to everybody on Thursday. Thanks for tuning in on this Wednesday edition of PHNX Cardinal. Subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Leave a review and a rating. Five stars, of course. For Saul Bookman, Damon Dog, Mac Perkins, I'm Bo Brock. Talk to you all soon.